This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, uh, that first wave of free agency has uh, gone through. And I've uh, seen some big names signed. We've seen some a lot of lesser contracts signed. It's been a little different this year in terms of that. Usually you see you know, the big names kind of get go ticking off the board quickly. Sure. And that didn't happen quite. There were some, but not all of them this year. Um, so it leads me to believe that some of those guys were maybe looking for maybe a little bit more money than than what, you know, teams were willing to pay. Um, so, you know, we'll see if some of those deals start to happen here again over the next few weeks. A lot of the movers and shakers in the NFL are, are now attending pro days. Of course, uh, Ohio State having their pro day today. Uh, oh, Mike yeah. Tomlin, Omar Khan, and and company are are at that one. Uh, obviously, it's an easy one for the Steelers to get to. Um, but hey, Alabama's guys, Alabama's right. tomorrow. You know these these are true, these are true. things where your front office people that that's where they're at. I think the four quarterbacks go day after day after day after day. Yeah, it's big week for that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. For, for that position. Uh, but um, there's been some talk here, and Bill Barnwell wrote an article on this as well. It's the best team fits. For some unsigned players, I wanted to start with this one though first, and he's not included. Uh, well, he is included in Barnwell's uh, big name free agent fits here. Um, but Dan Orlovsky earlier this week came out and said the Steelers should sign Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. because that would really that would really you know put their offense over the top. And I couldn't disagree with that more. I couldn't either. Uh, I just don't understand that. Um, I don't know Dan Orlovsky, but I'll just say I don't agree with very many things that come out of his mouth on a public forum, to be very honest with you. I mean, whether it's on TV or written or whatever, rarely do I agree with him. doesn't mean I'm right and he's wrong. It's just not my top analyst. Um, I think Odell can probably still play. I just don't need that personality in the locker room. That's the big and, thing. Right, right, right. I mean – uh, the it's it's the crazy hot girl girl axis you know i mean there's too much crazy and you're not hot enough anymore odell you know i mean i just can't do it yeah i mean there were there were reports out there earlier in the week and and uh that that he wanted 20 million dollars a year well that's not happening he's not he that really, guy i don't know if you said heard this but he said i'm i was shooting for 20 i was getting offered four i need some in between. I'm not going to take four. You know? I don't even know that I want to pay him four at this point. I don't know I what he is. I hear about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what he is. The guy hasn't played football in two years. No. I thought he was playing very well for the Rams until the second he got hurt in the Super Bowl. Last year was a total wash. And now he's 30 plus. Yeah. Yeah. With, and, with, with ACL injuries on both legs. Several. And baggage. And lots of baggage. I mean, he's he has set fire to his previous teams. Yeah. I mean, him and Baker didn't exactly get along. And I don't know that he's a bad guy, but it's kind of we on my podcast today we had a long conversation about Cam Newton. I don't think Cam Newton's a bad guy, but these guys that are huge personalities change a team. And they is change, it, yeah. it yeah. if you're great? You know, it's not yeah. I mean, is Cam Newton gonna take the Josh McCown role? <laughs> Probably not. You know, is Odell going to do the Hayward Bay role? No. You know. Right. Right. I, I saw um, Warren Sharp put out a, a tweet 
You know, how many quarterbacks is, is, you know, starting quarterbacks in the league right now is Cam Newton better than? And you're trying to base that off of his throwing at the Auburn Pro Day. Well, again, it's a pro day. I expect Cam Newton, if if we just want to throw the football 70 yards in the air, okay, I know he could probably still do that. I bet he looks great doing it. Yeah. just can be. His shoulder's good. He looks the part. He's Nobody's hit him in, in two years. You know, okay, right. you're right. Oh, but there's about to be around Thanksgiving after you played 10 right. You know, eight. You know how yeah. good Ben Roethlisberger would look at Pitt's pro day right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? He would be yeah. phenomenal. Well, that, you know, and that's the thing. You know, Mark Madden had Ben on his show on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Ben said that the, you know, the, the 49ers contacted him right. after or there were some, there were some talks there between him and the 49ers when Jimmy Garoppolo went down and they decided to go with Brock Purdy again. And he was entertaining the idea of, of playing. Sure. But yeah. Cause he felt great at that point. Right. 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 But what was I he going to feel like the first on. Monday after he, after he played a game? Right. It'd be worse than any Monday he's probably ever had or close to it. Brett Favre would look good at a pro day right now. Right. They could throw the football. These are, these are Give me one day. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Not get hit. No rush. You know, just airing it out. Yeah. He's going to look great. Newton's going to look great. It's a lot different story than, you know, come October, come that you know, November. And he changes your locker room. Odell changes your locker room. Maybe for the better. If things are going well, maybe they're tremendous teammates, but they change the dynamic a lot. But room. you you saw him set fire to a young quarterback in Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. You have a young quarterback in, in Kenny Pickett. The first right. time he's he's open and Pickett doesn't throw the ball to him. Is he going to is he going to go crazy on, you know, and, and and, you know, is his, is his dad going to start tweeting out photos of, uh, you know, Pickett and here, my son was open. You don't need that with your young quarterback. No, no, no. I mean, he, he needs to go to him and Antonio Brown aren't the same. Obviously, Antonio has issues, but he needs to go like Antonio did with Brady, you know, like. And even that didn't work. <laughs> here and there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he needs to go with an established quarterback that the owner front office, head coach are all behind. And Odell, you're an afterthought, you know, and run your routes. And if you say some stuff, great, but we're not even listening. Yeah. I mean, do I think Mike Tomlin could handle Odell Beckham Jr.? Yes, I do. But I don't know that the rest of that offense, as young as it is, Mm -hmm. can handle an Odell Beckham. Right. It might work out great. I mean, Tomlin's a perfect guy to handle it, you know, and if things are good, It'll, it'll be fine. You know, if he's catching balls, they're winning games, it'll be fine. But inevitably, that's not going to happen, you know. But that, yeah, that's that's not that's not something that I want to spend, you know, five or six million dollars on to find out. Right, exactly. I mean, that means you're not signing something else. That means right. Albans goes somewhere else or whatever it is, you know, yeah. or whatever you want. You know, you can't have it all. So anyways, that brings us to uh, Barnwell's best team fits for some unsigned players. His first guy is yeah. Bobby Wagner. Yes. And his best fit would be with the Buffalo Bills on a one-year, six-million-dollar deal. That's I don't, terrible. First, I don't know that Bobby Wagner's interested in signing a one-year, six-million-dollar deal. You're starting yeah. to hear some rumblings now that he might go back to Seattle. I think that's in the cards. I think he's a West Coast guy, and that's where he wants to stay. Uh, yeah, he went to Utah State. He's, he's. I think that matters to him. Money, he has plenty. He's got a Hall of Fame resume. Yeah, I, I think he's more worried about geography fit. Him and Pete Carroll are tight, obviously. You know, that makes a lot more sense to me than Buffalo. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater 
his best fit like this one is with the Baltimore Ravens at one year, $5 million. I would do this right now if I were the Ravens. And I don't even like Bridgewater that much. I mean, I think Bridgewater is very overrated. But if you they need Lamar, somebody, you're going to need a. I mean, Bridgewater is better than Huntley. So even if Lamar signs and is happy as can be, Teddy's a good backup. And what if he doesn't? <laughs> you know, you need a yeah, right. Yeah. If you lose him, you've got nothing. I mean, is Lamar going to participate in mini camp and training camp? Like, how long does this go? We need to run practices. Well, I think the interesting thing now is you're starting to see the Indianapolis Colts as a possibility yeah. for Lamar Jackson. And we'll find out, like, the, the interesting like thing. Yeah, but the interesting thing about this is that teams can wait until after the draft to sign Lamar. Mm-hmm. Which is- and, get, and give up picks next year and, and in 2025. With Lamar helping your win percentage. Right. That's the uh, people are wondering why something hasn't happened with Lamar. I think that's why. I think it's a lot to do with it. I think if you're if you're Indianapolis and you're sitting there, a you don't know how the quarterbacks are going to go in this year's draft. I think you know two aren't going to be. I you think know the two aren't going to be there, and if it's not the if it's not the two that you want, then to, okay, I we'll just take it a step further. I think you know Stroud and Young are off the table. Yeah. Unless you, yeah, unless, you know, I don't think either one gets the four. So you may look at this and go, okay, we're just going to stay where we're at. We don't have to, we don't have to give up a pick to to move up and, you know, select Anthony Richardson or stay here and select Anthony Richardson and hope he turns into something. Right. We could just draft the best player available and sign Lamar. Yeah. You get Will Anderson or you get Carter or you trade down and get a bunch of stuff and then you make an offer for Lamar with the intent of, and probably is a pretty good case. That team with Lamar Jackson and the fourth pick in the draft might be the best. They'll, they'll be competing yeah. for that division title. Right. It's I mean, a bad division. 20s. Right. I always go back to Washington with Lamar. Like, because they're picking 16. I'll give up 16 in next year's first for Lamar. Yeah, they could do that now. Although they might not have an owner, and that's kind of important. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, Ezekiel Elliott. His, uh, his, Ideal destination is Tampa Bay. A one-year, four million dollar deal with the Bucks. No, I, yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't, get don't, it. I don't see I that. I think he's shot. Yeah, yeah, I think you bring in. You know, if, if Ezekiel Elliott wants to be, you know, if somebody goes down in training camp, mm-hmm. and a team needs a running back, a, a guy who's a uh, he's a durable back, and he's a good, he's good in pass protection, and he's he Absolutely. does a lot of the little things that. That maybe a, a rookie running back isn't going to do for you, but he's he's uh, he's not somebody I want to give the ball to 250, 300 times. Here's the deal with Zeke. Like if you watch Dallas tape, coaches tape, everyone figured out he can't get to the corner. So when Pollard's in the game, they play much wider on defense because he can absolutely get to the corner. When Zeke gets in there, they condense things. So the things he does well, they take away from him. You know, right. There's a book. Yeah, no doubt. And, uh, you know, I just don't know what that's worth at this point. I love the somebody. leadership and the little things and all that's great. You know, like if Zeke was taking Bijan under his wing and for, you know, league minimum and wants to be Emmett Smith at the end of his career, great. But I can't hand him the ball 200 times, like I said. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Peters. One year, $2.5 million with the Giants. I think this makes all the sense in the world. 
I don't know that Marcus Peters is going to accept a one-year $2.5 million really deal. <laughs> right. right. That's a super cheap deal. And, yeah. you know, but Giants you're talking it. about a guy who last year when he played uh, gave up a 113.7 passer rating and seven touchdowns. Yeah. I've never I've, been a fan. I've never been a fan. And we just had a segment about corners can vary week, year to year. I don't think he signs for 2.5, but if I'm the Giants, no. I'm like, sure. You know, I mean, he's he's this is a guy who has made 60 million dollars in his career because he believes he's a high end corner and teams have, have, have valued his ability to take the football away. I know but, you're with me, but I'd give him 2.5 from the Steelers. I mean, 2.5 is nothing. 2.5 is absolutely. I don't think he I don't think he would play right. for that. Right. I mean, 2.5, you could cut him in training camp if he stinks. And I think Marcus Peters is smart enough to know that. Yeah, he's in you know. four or five from somebody. Right. Uh, Donovan Smith, who got released by Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deal is two years, $13 million with the Colts. And I'll be mm-hmm. honest with you. That's about the kind of player Donovan Smith is. People are complaining about Dan Moore. Um, oh, Moore's a better player than Smith. Moore's a better player than Donovan Smith. He is. And he's only getting better. Smith is exactly what he is. Not to the Emmett level, but there's a book on him, and everyone knows how to beat him. You know, he's big, and he's a he's an impressive athlete, but he's not a great football player. Not a bad deal for the Colts, though. You know, I mean, they yeah. they're they're looking for a left tackle. They're not going to take one at four. Leads the NFL in total penalties over the past three years. <laughs> With thirty-two, I mean, he is a he's a holding machine, right? He his a big problem with him is his hands he yeah. gets because he doesn't keep them in and his technique with his upper body is bad so then he gets lunging and grabbing and everybody knows it you know by the way he gave up six sacks last year like and brady doesn't take sacks yeah uh yannick and gawkway kansas city two years for the steelers for outside linebacker for you no I, I, I have no interest in yannick and gawkway neither I mean, you better be able to play the run, and he doesn't play the run at all. No. At all. So Kansas City would be a good spot for him, a good landing spot, because they're going to force you to throw the football eventually. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two years, $19 million for Yannick Ngakwe. That's a lot of money for a a guy who's just a fastball pitcher. Like Rocky Sin's a decent player and young, but they were traded straight up for each other like one year ago. And Rocky Sin's still on the free agent market, not getting what he wants. And Ndokwe's stock hasn't gone up since. He's been somewhat of a mercenary. Every year he changes teams. But if you notice, every year he changes teams to go to a Seattle cover three system. And there's like none of them left anymore. Yeah. I mean, Seattle would be the ideal landing spot for him. Yeah. I'm not giving him $19 million. But I'm not giving him $19 million for a guy who's going to get me six or seven sacks. Right. And can't play and can't play the run. Right. I mean, he's going to play on early downs 20% of the time and third and long a lot of the percent of the time. Again, that's and, a specialty player. Right. And he's not good enough. He's not Von Miller, you know. No. Right. Yeah. Uh, DJ Chark. And I'm kind of surprised DJ Chark hasn't signed yet, but he must be Harry. must be looking for big money. And uh, his possible deal is one year, eight point five million with the Chargers. It's a good fit. They need an outside the numbers downfield dude, and Chark still is that. 
I think he's a little underrated. I'm shocked he isn't signed. Like he flirted with Carolina. Carolina's got nothing. I, I would take I would take Chark there. I think the Chargers are a good fit. I mean, he's not number one. He's yeah, maybe not number two. Uh, then we get to Odell Beckham, <laughs> and his uh, possible deal is one year, five point five million dollars with the Ravens. Have at Boy, it. Would he not be happy there? <laughs> no, he would not be happy there. <laughs> if they don't throw him the ball, I mean, they yeah. have to change the way they play off it. I mean, is he going to block? You know, thirty-five percent of the time. I mean, who who knows what the Ravens will look like? I mean, we don't know who their quarterback is. They have a new offensive coordinator. I think that the scheme will look different no matter who the coordinator or who the quarterback is. But they're not going to be a high volume passing attack, let alone the wide receivers. Right. Uh, John Johnson the third. He was released by the uh, Browns. Possible deal: two years, eight million dollars with the Rams. That's fine. I would even consider him as a third safety for the Steelers. Yeah. Although, are they looking for, are the Steelers looking for a third safety or are they looking for a starting strong safety? Because I still don't think that's KZ's. I don't, I don't, no, I, I like Devontae KZ. I don't want him as my starting strong safety. Agreed. That's not what he is. Right. I just don't know. You know, like there's some teams, Buffalo comes to mind where they're just really interchangeable, where they're not strong and free. They've always had a strong and free here. Do they still want a strong and free? I bet they do, but. Who's to say? And and you're right. Johnson's not a in the box old school. You know, Edmonds is much more of that. Yeah, I think it's more complimentary if you get a, a true guy that can, a guy that can play in a box because I don't think you want Minka playing in the box all the time. Agreed. And I like the linebacker moves, but coverage is not the, the new linebacker's forte either. Right. Yeah, you got to have somebody who can second level tight ends. Yeah. yeah. Dalton Reisner. Three years, $21 million with the Falcons. I'm shocked he's still out there. I mean, he's yeah. one of the better guards on the market. Maybe he just wants too much money, or I don't know. Yeah, I, I it, it's interesting. Um, but somebody's going to sign him at some point. Uh, three years, $21 million, Not a bad, bad contract. No, right. That's a going great. I mean, yeah. If you're the Bears, I know they signed a guard or, you know, uh, the Giants. One of these teams has a lot of cap space. He's a starter. Yeah, I mean, he's still young. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, that he's he's somebody teams should kick the tires on, not the Steelers. They have enough guards. They get yeah, they're they're pretty set <laughs> of guard right now. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, then he has a couple of guys in here for trades. The first is DeAndre Hopkins, and yeah. he, his uh, trade is to the Panthers. Um, they would send the number ninety three selection to the Cardinals. Cardinals. Uh, who pick up ten million of Hopkins' nineteen point five million base salary, mm-hmm. and then Carolina would guarantee fourteen point nine million dollars salary for twenty twenty four, for meaning that they would have him for two years at twenty four point four million. That's the problem with a DeAndre Hopkins right now. Yeah, he's going to turn thirty one in June. He's never been somebody that ran real well to oh, begin no. with, and missed the you know the second half of the twenty twenty one season with hamstring. And knee injuries, then tested positive for PEDs, and he's making twenty million dollars a year. Older guys that test positive for PEDs always scare me because I wonder, do you need them to keep up where you were? You know what I mean? Right. I I don't know if he does or not. I mean, if it's when when you're starting to slip and then you get busted for PEDs, that's a double red flag for me. Um, Do you want Hopkins and Thielen? I mean, they're a combined eight (laughs) hundred. 
<laughs> but they would be good for whoever you're drafting at one. I mean, Hopkins is a very rookie-friendly guy. Chuck it up when you're in trouble, and he'll come down with it. But can the Panthers afford to give up more draft capital? I mean, they just gave up a ton. Right. And one other note about the Panthers I think is interesting is next offseason, next free agency, they're going to be like the Bears in terms of spending power. All kinds of money, yeah. The money. They can handle the money. Yeah. And then the other one is Jonah Williams, who, uh, of course, asked for a trade from the Bengals after they signed Orlando Brown, which, by the way, so the Ravens have now told us that they don't want to pay big money for Orlando Brown. Now yeah. the Chiefs have told us that they don't want to pay big money for Orlando Brown. Two pretty strong front offices. Two pretty strong front offices. The Bengals signed him. Everybody says that's a great deal. Now, they, they didn't give him huge money, but they gave him pretty good money. Right, right, right. Two other yeah. teams who are who are pretty smart didn't. Didn't. I think he's an upgrade over Williams. I was shocked that he didn't get. He is. No I thought doubt about that. We predicted before free agency he would be the most overpaid player in the whole, you know, free agency market. I don't think that's true because he's a starting left tackle, but I don't think he's great at all. But yeah. I think he's an upgrade. So the possible deal that he says here would be traded to the Jets. This would be a swap of tackles who are out of favor with their current teams. The Jets would send Mackay Becton to the Bengals for Williams. Becton has played one game over the past two seasons. We'd require a lengthy physical, uh, but he looked like a franchise left tackle in 2020. Uh, he would get a shot on the right side for Cincinnati, which is trying to get more physical up front. Yeah. See, I think this is more of a Jets conversation. Yeah. I mean, does does Jonah Williams really move the needle for the for the Jets? I don't think so. They just have tackle issues because they can't trust back. I don't think Jonah Williams is a tackle. I don't either. And they're good at guard. The Jets. Yeah, they've you know, they've Tomlinson and they've spent money at guard. Um, the thing about the Jets though is almost every mock you see has them taking a tackle with the first round pick, one of the top three, if they don't trade it for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Which is the holdup right now? Which is the they, holdup? So, they want the, the the Packers want that first round pick, and the Jets don't want to give it up, right? And obviously that's a big deal. So, question for you, and I think it's an unanswerable question: Would you be interested in Mackay Becton if you're the Steelers? And the reason I think it's <sighs> unanswerable is because we're not doctors. Yeah, I I don't know what he is. I mean, I, I don't know you know what that knee looks like. I have no idea. Um, right. For a man that big to only play two games in two years because of lower body injuries. We kind of saw it with Zach Banner. Again, a bigger guy. Right. Right, Those right. guys heal differently than the little guys for on the for, because they've got a lot more weight from day to on the day-to-day basis on that sure. knee. There's much more pressure. No doubt about it. If my doctors liked them, I just think he's a potential buy low because I don't think him and the Jets are ever going to reconcile. Well, I think it's it's buy real low. I think you could probably yeah. get him from the Jets right now for like a seventh round pick. I was going to say like a four or five, you know, just to get him off the books. Right, right, yeah. right, right. right. No, I, I think you could get him cheap, and uh, I would be interested. Yeah, it would just depend on how much money you want to take on. I don't even know what he makes, but he's you know he's yeah, still he's he was a high first round draft pick. I'm sure he's making uh, a decent amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking yeah. that up here as we as we speak, but he signed a four year, eighteen point four million dollar deal, basically eighteen point five. So Makai mm-hmm. Becton for this year is slated to make uh, three point one million in base salary. Yeah, 
Was he a free agent after this year? Though, he's a free or? and he's a free agent after this year. So yeah. you you know you're you're taking on that. That's a pretty big like when the Steelers traded for William Jackson. He had a strong track record of solid NFL play. Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't. No, he has flashes, but two games in two years. Two games in two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know. Tackles are hard to find. That's why I have some interest. But if my doctors are like, this is a disaster. Well, it's got to be at my price, though. I'm not I'm not giving up premium draft picks to go get this guy. I'm not giving you a third. No, no. For, for a guy that, uh, you know, again, I, I don't know what that knee is going to be like. Mm-hmm. And, and the Jets, the, the I mean, the Jets used a premium draft pick on him and are giving right. up on him. Right. That tells they you a lot. They know him better than anyone. And they, yeah. I think they would gladly trade him for Jonah Williams. Now I think about it. <laughs> Absolutely. The question Why is, would, would, the, would the Bengals want Jonah Williams? That's Or would the Bengals want Mekhi Becton? That's the question. He played left tackle in his life, too. He'd have to have a position change. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and know. That's not that. not as easy as everybody seems to think. I mean, I could see them trading Jonah Williams to the Jets for a third round pick, but not for Mackay Becton. Yeah. But anyways, that's the uh that's the list there from Bill Barnwell and some other guys that we talked about. And well, we'll you know, we'll see uh see how some of these things play out. Um hey Matt, did you know you can listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker? Just say Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio for my heart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. Uh, We're going to take another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. When we come back, we're not going to do a mock draft. But, man, there are a lot of other mock drafts uh, dropping here. Um, And and so we'll take a look at one of those uh, when we come back here on The Drive. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah on uh, NFL.com has dropped a new mock draft. So we'll do that one when we get back right after this.